Welcome to Legacy Women's Podcast, where we seek to encourage women in their relationship with God and one another through monthly conversations with the women of Cornerstone Church of Knoxville. Well, hello, everybody, and thank you for listening. Today, we're going to talk to some new members of our church about what it's like to be new to church, and in some cases, also a new city. And my hope is just to encourage us to welcome the new folks who are moving into our area and visiting our church with the love of Christ. And I'm just excited to hear from you ladies what has been most helpful in that transition. Um, And I'm just excited to hear how God's been faithful to you guys and... um, I just hope this encourages folks who are new and going through that experience because it, it's a process of up and downs. It can, it, it can be challenging to go through transitions. Um, and I even thought for some of the folks who've been around for a while, they might feel like things are changing in their life or that they can sometimes feel new. There are a lot of newer folks at church and maybe they can feel like their relationships are distant. Um, And so I thought this might be encouraging to you just to hear what has served you guys as you're plugging into church and getting involved. I can personally relate to both of these things. Uh, My husband went to a training program um, in New Mexico. Our family went with them for eight months in the fall of 2019. And so we, for the first time in 13 years, walked into a new church and didn't know anybody. And so it was good just to be reminded of how that is. It's 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 awkward um, and hard, but it was so good just to experience that, remember what that was like, but also just see um, Christ's body reach out to us in a different location um, and just see the joy of, of that, just plugging into a new church, even for just a short period of time. Um, and then coming back uh, in the middle of a pandemic, we came back in May 2020. Um, and so it was just a weird time. So just getting plugged back in and getting reconnected with people, we kind of went through a little bit of a transition with that too. So that was just good for us to, to remember what it's like to be new. And um, so I'm excited for folks to hear from you guys and be encouraged in that. Um, so can each of you introduce yourselves and tell us a little bit about yourself? Hi, this is Natalie Wilinga, and so my husband and I moved here from Canada um, last year, and we came around like October, so in the midst of COVID. Um, So uh, yeah, we've been married for eight years. Um, We're really loving this church. We we found out about this church um, through a website, and then um, we started coming, and uh, yeah, we we loved it from the beginning and we just felt like this was very similar to our old church. So we were like, yeah, this is just, I don't know. And just again, I'll explain some more later on, but it was just, uh, yeah, just so good to, to see, um, just believers and just be encouraged by the believers. And, um, and it just reminded us so much of our, our church, um, back at home. Where'd you move from? Oh, Canada. Hi, I am Melissa Edmiston. Um, I, I guess I'm in the young adult category. I'm not married, don't have any children. Um, I work as an epidemiologist. Um, I focus on tropical disease, which is really, really fun. And I have been at Cornerstone almost two years. I started visiting and towards the very end of 2019 and then decided this was really a place where I wanted to invest in early 2020, which was obviously a challenging time to join a new church, but the Lord has been faithful, and, and we'll get to talk about that. Um, so it's been a really great fit. 
I'm, I'm not new to the area. I went to the University of Tennessee, but actually did not come through VFC like so many young adults. I was involved in another campus ministry and then moved away for a while and came back to Knoxville and was trying to discern where was the best place for me at this stage in my life and a church home and what I um, believe the Lord was calling me to in terms of church and found Cornerstone. And it's been a really great fit over the last year. And my name is Christine Sanders, um, and my husband Colin and I um, have been married for 10 years. Um, we have two little girls, um, and I homeschool, so we have a third grader and a kindergartner. Um, we moved to Knoxville a little over two years ago from Washington State um, for my husband's job. Um, so we started attending Cornerstone right after we moved. So we, I was able to come with um, him for the interview for the job kind of when we were deciding whether or not we should move. Um, and we had visited Cornerstone. We looked on the Gospel Coalition website and um, had found Cornerstone through that. And we really enjoyed that Sunday morning and um, had made a connection with one of the pastors and stayed in touch. And um, just started coming as soon as we moved and really enjoyed it and got plugged in really quick. Thankfully, that was a huge answer to prayer that I can talk about more later. But, um, yeah, we've really, really loved it here. Hi. Um, <clears throat> my name is Shelley Carlton. I'm married to John. We have five grown kids and five grandkids. Um, our youngest just moved out of the house in August. He's a, Joseph is a sophomore at UT. Um, so I'm transitioning from raising a family at home to the next phase in life and figuring out what that looks like. Um, we have been attending Cornerstone for about two and a half years. We did not move here from somewhere else, but had attended another church in the area for about 20 years um, and still love the people there dearly, but John felt that God was leading our family um, to something new, uh, a new season in life, and so we visited several churches in the area and really loved what we saw at Cornerstone. All right, Natalie, you agreed to share your testimony, so will you do that for us? So my story of salvation is um, honestly just a testimony of, of God who is faithful, but also a God who meets his children in their heart and walks them through a journey of healing. Um, so from two and a half years old to about um, six, I was in foster care um, and just moving from family to family. Um, at one point, told that I was going to be adopted. And then a couple months later, um, just being taken to another home and not really given any explanation of what happened. Um, so by the time I came to move um, move in with my parent, my adoptive parents, um, there was already a deep-rooted pain and hurt that, as a child, didn't fully understand, nor could I really put into words. But honestly, my um, adoptive parents were just, um, and still are, just amazing at um, they're just their compassion, their, um, their unlimitless love for me and my siblings. And I just never felt, um, like I was, um, less loved than their biological children or, um, so I think that just really played a huge part in, um, me coming to know the Lord. And, um, so when I was about seven, I, I came to my dad and I just was like, I want to become a Christian. And he, he was a little worried, like, you know, is she just doing this because, 
her siblings are doing this. So he really just walked me through it and talked about it. And then we left it there that night. And then a couple nights later, he, um, he and I talked about it a little bit more and we, and I, that's when I prayed and made the, the Lord, of, um, the Lord of my life. But, um, the story doesn't really end there because even though I was a Christian, there was, um, still that deep rooted pain and, and, um, hurt that had happened in my past. So I think, especially during my teen, um, teen years, I just was filled with anxiety that I, um, I, I guess that if I sinned enough or if I messed up enough that God would just be like, we're done. And so from that, um, that just, yeah, that just caused so much anxiety. Um, but, um, God just met me in that pain and, and took me on a journey and just, and he didn't even have to do this, but he really showed me, um, how much he loves me and that he's never going to leave me nor forsake me. And like one of the verses I think about is from Genesis, um, when Joseph, is um, talking to his brothers, and um, they're worried that that he's he, he's still upset at them um, for what they did. And he he said like, "You did evil against me, God, but God made it good. God ma- did something out of that for His glory. Glory." And I just um, can just look back at my life and just see how God had just went ahead and before it was even created, like knew my story and knew what he was going to do. And he was going to use that pain and that hurt that was caused by other people, but that he was going to make that beautiful and that he was going to bring glory to his name. So honestly, I just, I can now say with so much assurance that I am his and that I can never be separated, no matter what I do. I can never be separated from his, um, from his love, and yeah, I'm just so thankful for that. So, that is so encouraging. I think that's going to encourage people just to hear like God pursuing you to like let you in a very real way, like know his relentless love and mm-hmm. your security in him and your security in Christ. Like that's such a good reminder. Um, regardless of your background, but especially mm-hmm. that's just, that's so encouraging. Thanks for sharing that. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So the first question I had was just, what were some of the concerns you had with either moving or just going to a new church? Um, remind us what that that's like. <laughs> yeah. So for my husband and I, we were like we had a pretty solid church in Canada. And so we were really worried that um, we just wouldn't find those those fr- close friends again, that we wouldn't have um, those deep connections that we had in, in Canada. So that was d- definitely something as well as like we knew it just because we had already experienced it in Canada, started, you know, getting married, starting at a new church. So we knew that feeling of like, oh, we're on the outside. No, you know, we're not friends with anybody. So we knew that was, we were going to feel that again, but, you know, not something we wanted to go through, through, but yeah, that was definitely a huge, a huge uh, fear for us. Yeah, I would say one thing, there was a little, 
a short season there of just wondering, is this the right decision? Knoxville has a lot of great churches and just processing through where, where does the Lord want me to be? And is this the right place? And I, again, I think the Lord um, was gracious in, in answering that relatively quickly, but I think that was a, something I had to think through initially. And then very practically just getting involved and finding the right community would this be a place where, where I would be able to do that and do that relatively quickly and easily, especially during a pandemic. That was something I think I was concerned about and prayerful about as I was starting to get more involved. I think for us, for moving, um, I was a little nervous just because I've lived in the West Coast my whole life. I'd lived in the same town since I was two, um, so that was part of my nerves with moving, but um, also um, we knew that we would see family again. We knew they would come visit us, and we'd go back and visit them, um, but the, the part that was hardest for us was just um, leaving the community that we had there. We just loved the church that we were at. We were there for six years and um, it was just a, just a sweet family. Like they just became closer to fam- closer than family to us. Um, and the community group we were with, we'd been with each other for, for years and walked through some really hard stuff together and just grew really close. So um, just thinking about moving, that was um, probably the, the hardest thing for us to leave was that, that church and that community. So one of my top concerns was very similar to what y'all have said. Um, just um, having biblical community was really important. Um, we knew Cornerstone to be very strong on biblical teaching. Um, we love the worship, but community is a harder, takes longer to assess if that's going to, you know, be good. Um, we had seen the value of having being part of a caring community at our previous church as we had um, built relationships over 20 years and we had walked through some really difficult circumstances there and really felt the support and love of the people and so just having that kind of community was important as we came to someplace new. Uh, so what's it like coming into a church for the first time and being new? And what what are some things that served you and helped you feel comfortable? Um, well, just not knowing anybody is, is hard. Um, feeling out, out of place and nothing familiar. Um, so some things that... Uh, that I thought really made us feel welcome were the smiling faces at the doors you walk in on Sunday morning. Um, I think after we had been coming regularly for maybe three or four weeks, they had a visitor luncheon after church one Sunday, and so that was really helpful to get to know some of the community group leaders and put some names and faces together with the pastors. Um, just the periodic get-togethers after church where they provide some kind of snack or meal where, you, you know, you can just stay. You're already here, so it's an easy way to get to know people and uh, make new friends. Um, and since we'd lived in Knoxville for 20 years, we did know some people. We did. There were familiar faces here, and our kids, our older kids, had been involved with VFC and Cornerstone. So that made it easier for us to... You know, we recognize some of their friends as well as some other friends that we had. Um, I think it was hard also for us walking in and just not 
having familiar faces. Um, the, and the church we were at in Washington was um, quite a bit smaller than Cornerstone, so it felt like it's just a smaller room, and I you'd walk in and you'd know everybody, and just more of that like smaller family church. And um, so it was a little intimidating just walking in and not recognizing anybody. And um, I'm a little more introverted. My husband's more extroverted. Um, so it, it can seem kind of intimidating walking in. Um, but I feel like we were wa- just walking in the door with the welcome team greeting. Everybody was so kind and friendly. And um, just people sitting around us asking good intentional questions and not just, oh, how are you? Like, you know, asking us if we were new and where we were from, but then also going deeper, like, oh, how has that been for you moving? And just asking just more personal questions and not just the quick, hi, how are you? And move on to the next person. So I felt like um, people were just more genuinely interested in in us and how we were doing and um, other events like the guest lunch. And I think one of our first Sundays, they had the lemonade out on the lawn. um, So that was nice to just to be able to get to know some more people. And through children's ministry also, um, just meeting people at the welcome desk and having them show us around the children's wing and um, Sunday school teachers that noticed that we were new and just took that extra time during pickup or drop off to to get to know us and introduce us to to other families or to say like, oh, your daughter was playing with this little girl and her mom's right there. You know, you can go connect with them. So um, those moments were really helpful and helped us feel more comfortable too. Yeah, I would say Sunday mornings sometimes can be the hardest, especially when you're new, because Cornerstone is at a size where it, it can be intimidating to to know how to engage conversation with someone. And I still feel like I'm trying to figure out if I'm a left side sitter or a right side sitter and, and where, <laughs> where. So you start to kind of learn your, your area. But um, I think my encouragement would be that there are so many other opportunities and events that once you, you spend some time in those environments, it makes Sunday feel a little less smaller and a little bit closer community. So even if you're intimidated on a Sunday morning, um, as, I, as I was, that once you, you go to some of these other events and have these conversations, then, then that becomes easier, I would say. Yeah, so like we came from a, a smaller church as well, so it was a little intimidating coming into a bigger sized church and that, um, but just because we had kind of done it already in Canada and I, you know, I have to confess we didn't do it the best in Canada, so we were like, okay, we, we're learning from our mistakes, like how are we going to be intentional and like you know, the guest central and just meeting them over there. Just, I'm like, how do we get plugged into a small group like that first Sunday? Cause I'm like, we, we, we just can't just sit here and, and not do anything. We have, we have to be intentional, but, um, honestly, like that was great. Just having that there and just, um, how, um, welcoming everybody was and just how they got us plugged into the starting group, um, the starting point group. So, that that yeah that was super helpful and then also when just sitting down and people being intentional and talking to us um, again was super helpful okay so what helped you just get plugged in outside of Sunday mornings yeah so um, Elijah and I started like we went to guest central and then that's when we found out about the starting point group and that was huge because then we were actually in a group with 
people that were also n- newish. And so that kind of was, that was nice to be like, okay, we're in this together. Um, and our, our leaders, um, Shelly and Levi Mueller, were just so welcoming and just so like, just very much like, let's get you to know other people. Um, I can think of a couple other, um, like the Williams, like Drew Williams just turned around and just was like, Hey, you guys are new here. Like, and so that, and then he just invited us to his house. And I honestly can say like, we have been invited to so many people's house homes. And I, I'm like, wow, the Southern hospitality (laughs) is, is a real thing. (laughs) One thing I would say that really helped me getting plugged in is serving. I think coming from a single perspective, I have, I'm in a season of life where I have the capacity to serve. And I think it allowed me to be a part of some events that would probably be intimidating coming alone, like a cornucopia or the lemonade on the lawn or or the other things. So that's really been a blessing to me um, that when I've been able to serve, but then also it's helped me to show up and be at events and interact with people if I'm serving food or something like that where I might not have, it probably would have been more challenging to come into those situations new and alone. So I think serving and getting plugged in in that way is just a gift on multiple levels. Um, I'd say for us, um, like Natalie, the starting point group um, was just so helpful for us to get plugged in. Um, That was one of our biggest concerns was finding community and one of the things that we were um, really praying for daily, um, leading up to our move. And, um, that first Sunday that we came after we moved, they announced the starting point group was happening that night. And we met Shelly and Levi, um, and it was just so nice to, to go in somewhere. And we had been a part of a community group that was really tight knit and could see how that could be hard sometimes as a new person to like jump into a well-established community group, which I know that they would welcome people, but sometimes it's nice to just be in a setting where it's like, oh, these are all people that know what I'm going through right now. And Shelly and Levi had moved um, uh, a few years before we had moved, so it was just um, such a good way for us to to get plugged in and um, meet people through that and um, just feel welcomed. I think uh, finding a community group and getting involved in developing deeper relationships has been really good for us as well. Um, also attending different women's events like retreats and the legacy studies have helped as far as getting to know other women. Um, we've been able to meet with uh, Bill and Sherry Cottrell and just get to know them, their heart for this body of believers. We have kids that are friends, and so that kind of connected us, but um, we've enjoyed getting to know them a little bit better. And another thing that was really huge for us was our daughter Emily got married to Leighton Adams, who also goes to church here almost two years ago. They got married, and um, it was just so huge to see how the Cornerstone body, how their friends just jumped in and helped in so many different ways, helping set up, helping with food, um, and especially helping clean up because it can be such a huge job, you know, at the end of the night to clean up. And they had, we had so many people that stayed and helped and um, it was really like a well-oiled machine. They just (laughs) made quick work of the mess and it was really a blessing to us and made us feel 
really cared for. So what is your advice to new folks? Any tips, thoughts? I would say um, to anticipate that this new church is going to look different than the church you've come from and to look for the beauty in this new place. Um, John and I recently went to Colorado Springs and hiked at the Garden of the Gods, and the train out there is so very different than the lush green beauty of the Smokies. It's very rocky and rugged and um, dry and barren, (laughs) but it has its own beauty. Um, And so just to, that was such a good picture to me of, you know, knowing that a new church is going to look very different than your previous church, but it does have its own beauty because, you know, we're the body of Christ and there is so much good. So just look for that beauty in the new place and, and really appreciate it. So I think the first piece of advice that, um, comes to mind would be, um, just kind of regarding things maybe feeling intimidating um, and maybe just coming from a more introverted person's perspective um, of walking in on Sunday morning and having it just feel really big um, or walking into like a women's uh, breakfast or something and just seeing all the people and just feeling like, whoa, how am I going to go and start talking to people or all of this? And so um, just to to think a little smaller and maybe focus on just like, I'm just going to talk with the people at my table and get to know one person at the table and not feel like you need to work the whole room. <laughs> um, and Sunday morning to um, just trying to reach out to maybe someone next to you or um, if you're a mom picking up kids from children's ministry and you're waiting in line um, to just strike up a conversation with someone sitting there. So just maybe try to to think of it in little smaller chunks and not so much of that like, well, I need to to go walk around and, and seek this out and just, um, just take those little opportunities. And also, um, something my husband encouraged me with too, was just that, um, your personality is a gift from the Lord, but it doesn't define who you are. And, um, so just in those moments of where I would maybe use that as an excuse of like, Oh, but I'm just a more introverted person. It's like, no, I can pray and ask the Lord to help me in this and um, and to take that step out and, and do those little things. Um, and I don't have to be like the big extroverted person in the, in the room, but I can um, do those things that might stretch me a little bit. Um, and then... And then my second piece of advice um, that was really helpful for us was um, when we had moved, we were really, really busy in Washington. We had is a full schedule and we moved here and our calendar was completely empty <laughs> we moved to new town um and just didn't have anything on the calendar so something we did was just to really sit down and and look and we didn't want to fill up our calendar just for busyness sake to be busy um but just to to take advantage of that time like we do have more time now that we could say yes to going to someone's house for dinner that invited us that we might not have had time for um in the past, um, and maybe just budget like, Hey, every Sunday we're going to budget that we can go out to lunch and maybe try to invite a family out to lunch. Or if we get invited to be able to do that. Um, so I'd say just, you sit down with your husband or if you're single, just really evaluate your schedule and, and, um, see that and 
just try to take those opportunities to um, to say yes to things um, that you get invited to. Yeah, so as, as I mentioned, I think serving was a really helpful way for me. So I would encourage others to explore ways where they can use their, based on their varying gifts and capacity to serve. Um, I think Cornerstone has a lot of great opportunities and guides you well in, in that process. Um, and it serves the church, but it, it also serves you. Um, again, it's allowed me just to get to know people while I've been serving and then other people that I'm serving with. You can have some really intentional conversations while you're cleaning the kitchen or making coffee. Um, so I've really enjoyed that. And I think the second thing I would say is show up. I think some of this takes consistency and, and probably to a large extent, you have to be present to, to get plugged in. Um, so, you know, week after week, month after month, show up to community group, be there, be present um, to the extent that your schedule allows. And again, creating, creating that space and having the room in your calendar to say yes. And then just to be present for things like legacy or, or community group or other events, um, consistently showing up, I think over time, you really start to see that investment pay off in relationships. Get involved in a community group. Like I, like I know like from the beginning, like when my husband and I moved here, that was a big thing of like, are we going to be able to find that community? And like, Oh, the Lord has just been so faithful in that. And just, and you know, just something that was important to us. And he just provided that in the starting point group. And then now in this group that in this um, community group that we're in now, um, just how, um, oh, it's just so good. Every, every time we go, even sometimes when I'm like, I don't want to go because I'm so tired from work. But every time I come back home, I'm like, wow, I'm so glad I did that because I, it just, is so encouraging to be with other believers and um, be in prayer and just that intentional time of fellowship um, is just so good. And then also, um, like it was mentioned mentioned before, just getting involved in in different ministries um, and wherever God has um, gifted you. Um, just be getting involved, even just the, the, you know, the things that we think are small, it, like just helping clean up afterwards just is huge. Because again, like everybody I have met here have been, has been so friendly and loving that just even cleaning up, you know, balloons off the lawn <laughs> from a, a balloon fight, like, again, just really, um, there was just a great conversations that that happened that at that time. So yeah, just getting involved in ministry and uh, small groups. Okay, so what would you say to folks who've been around a while about how they can um, serve and reach out to new folks? Well, yeah. So I'm I'm <laughs> I got to say I'm a little guilty of this, but I would say you know encourage. Um, people that have been coming, like move around a little bit because there are new people coming in all the time, um, just new faces. So um, just moving around a little bit. And also when they say, you know, welcome, welcome someone, just really turning around and being intentional um, about that. Uh, but again, like I can sometimes just be like, oh, I'm just going to talk to my friend that I'm sitting next to or in front of. But yeah, just being intentional and being like putting myself out there just because I am a little bit more introverted and 
like to be in my comfort zone, just being like, hi, how are you? You know, what's your name? I, I haven't seen you. Maybe you have been coming to this church, but I haven't seen your face before. So, um, but yeah, that, that would definitely be something I would encourage, um, others to do. I would say practice hospitality. And I'm, this reminds me of our last legacy meeting where we read about hospitality and the author's describing it being a distinctive mark of the Christian life um, and hospitality promoting a loving Christian community. Um, so that's that's an encouragement I would offer to folks that have been here a while is whatever that looks like for them and in terms of their season of life or capacity or ways they like to show hospitality to others to, to look for ways to do that. And if you're a part of Legacy, going back and reading through some of those resources, because I think that was really encouraging to at least the women I discussed with um, and I think very applicable to how you can engage people that are new and invite them into your life. Um, I would say um, just to ask some intentional questions and um, really try to get to know people a little better. And um, when you do meet someone new, um, maybe try to take them under your wing a little on Sunday and introduce them to some other people. Um, that was just so helpful for us to to get to know a lot more people. And then also um, just something advice for um, moms of like school age kids would be to just encourage your children to in Sunday school to see, seek out um, new kids in Sunday school. I know Sunday mornings is so hard um, in the church service to just recognize if someone's new, there's so many people, but um, one of our closest family friends that we've met here was because our daughters met in Sunday school and my daughters, I want to get to know her more and have a play date. Can we go find her in the lobby and find her mom? And now our families are, are super close. And so that's been really sweet. And, um, I had heard of another family too, that just moved recently and they had a son who was like fourth or fifth grade. And he was really nervous about going into Sunday school and just not knowing anybody. Um, and when he walked in, um, two boys raised their hand. They're like, he can come sit with us. And that just helped him feel so welcome. Um, so that um, is just a good thing to talk with your kids about too. And and that if they do see someone new, to ask them to sit next to them, ask them questions, maybe try to find them in the lobby so that you can meet their parents and um, help them feel welcome too. I would say be persistent in reaching out to new people. And uh, you may trying to invite them over or something and it doesn't work out um, once or maybe even twice, but just, you know, to, to pursue that and um, just think of different ideas that might work. And another thing that is big, I think, is just remembering someone's name and being able to greet them, you know, the following week and, and say their name and because um, it, it is huge to have when you're new to for somebody to remember your name and and talk to you okay so what are the ways that god has met you um stretched you and how have you seen his faithfulness in this process well as i said earlier my husband john sensed that god was calling us to someplace new i however didn't particularly want to leave our previous church i knew that god was working through john to lead us to a new place, but my heart was mourning all the friends who were like family to us, who had prayed and wept and rejoiced with us through 20 years of life. 
we still maintain some of those friendships, but it's different not seeing them on a regular basis. Uh, As I chose to trust God's wisdom and goodness in this move, He has lovingly revealed more and more of Himself. There is such a sweetness in spending time with Him, in His Word, and in prayer. There's a joy in our worship on Sunday mornings, a firm knowledge that we are in the right place for us, and a loving body here to offer us community. Um, So I say that I have definitely felt stretched through this process. Um, It's really made me step out of my comfort zone more. Um, And um, I'm so thankful for this experience of moving and being new. Um, I didn't, I went to community college too, so I never even like left the house until I got married. Um, So I didn't even know what that was like to leave. So um, it's just been, um, I feel like the Lord just taught me a lot through it. And um, I felt so encouraged just through everyone I've met here at church. Um, And just, just the reminder of the Lord's faithfulness in my life. And through this move has caused me to just look back on other things in my life, like all through my childhood of just like how the Lord has been so faithful to care for us through all of this. And um, just reminded of the verse in Deuteronomy 31, um, that it's the Lord who goes before you. He will be with you. He will not leave you or forsake you. Do not fear or be dismayed. Um, just as an encouragement, if there's anybody who's moved from somewhere else and just to know that the Lord has gone before you, he's prepared the rest of your life for you too. And, um, also in Psalm 139, just the part about how he hymns us in and behind him before. Um, so just that feeling that security in the Lord and that he's, um, just going to take care of us and everything we do and wherever we go. I would say just the fact of being able to join a church and be engaged and be plugged in during 2020, during a pandemic, was just a blessing and an answer to prayer. Um, I was, I think, very anxious about that. I reached out to my my now community group at the very beginning of 2020, Um, but I have just been continually encouraged by how they have been intentional with creating space for community, whether it has been a park or Zoom or someone's backyard or or smaller groups through that season, um, they continued to ensure that we we met together and, and built community and had that time. And that was just such a gift to me being new, that that was still an option and there was still a way to facilitate that. Um, so I just can't say enough how much of a gift that was. And again, I think at a time when so many people were feeling isolated and feeling tensions, um, I felt like I was building relationships and seeing the unity of the church. Um, which again, I think it was just such a testimony to God's grace and um, the strength of, of this church body to do that well during a challenging time. So um, before we moved, we had really been praying about how do we be intentional um, with moving to a different church and what are we going to do? Um, just the process of that. And so I, God just really did like answered our prayer in so many ways and in ways that we didn't even ask him for on just um, finding this church and getting involved pretty quickly. Um, so that is just a huge encouragement, just looking back at that and being like, wow, Lord, you are so faithful. Um, and also, I think 
what I'm being stretched in right now is um, just now that I have experienced that of, of just feeling welcomed and and just having that community of, of just some women um, that have spoken into my life, I just am like, okay, how do I do that now? Um, just being here in this church for um, for a year, how do I... Um, yeah, how do I speak into other other women's li- girls' life and and just um, yeah, just speak truth into into their li- <laughs> sorry, <laughs> and just speak truth into their life and just um, just be an encouragement to them and um, so yeah, so that is definitely something that the Lord is stretching me in and def- uh, just something that I have been processing and like, how do I do that? What, uh, how do I do that intentionally, you know, and making sure that I'm um, texting or, or just maybe going out for a meal with them and just having that one-on-one um, with them. But yeah, that's definitely something I have to be intentional about and not um, just kind of just go with the, go with the flow. <laughs> Well, thank you guys. This is really helpful. It's so encouraging just to think that God is building his church. He's building his body all over the place, but that he would use Cornerstone to do that. And I'm just thankful for your examples, lady, and just that you do um, prioritize and are intentional about church and Christ's body. You take that seriously, and that's just really encouraging. So it's just great to hear of God's faithfulness to you guys as you've done that. And um, so I think this it's been encouraging to, for me to hear this, and I think it's going to encourage the folks who listen. So thank you guys for sharing, and thank you to everyone who listened.